Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So podcasts have really popped off in the last couple years and I feel like a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, Janine, how do I start a podcast? And I'm here to help you out today. So if you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, because I absolutely love podcasting, I think it is so fun and I think everybody should do it. So if you guys are interested in starting one, Spotify has a platform that lets you make one super, super easily. And even on the platform as well, they will distribute it everywhere for you. And then you can even earn money, which is so cool. It's all in one place and it's completely for free. It's called Spotify for podcasters and here's how it works. So Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts literally right from your phone or your computer. It's super, super easy. So no matter what y'all setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. So don't feel like you have to have it all together to start one. You can start today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. Also, what is so great is if you do want to have a video feature, video podcasts are available on Spotify and I have that on mine and I think it's just so fun and engaging for my audience to be able to see me on Spotify as well. So with Spotify for podcasters, you can even earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. So definitely check that out. And here is the best of all point of this. It is completely free with no catch. So ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just feel like it has been so engaging. I feel like I'm loving the options that that Spotify is giving me with Q and A's and polls and even having video. So I highly recommend you guys give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. You guys are going to love this. If you've been wanting to start it, this is your sign. I heard that you are looking at rings. I am. I am. It is. <laughs> One, like, why did you go on the show? And then two, like, do you regret it at all? <laughs> so one time, Maddie and I brought you and Connor Saley to church. And it was about dating. Where do you think Christian dating is, like, really strange in comparison to, like, yours?
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host, Janine Amapola, and happy Tuesday. If you guys don't know, I drop these episodes every single Tuesday, so welcome back to the podcast. If you're not listening on a Tuesday, that's okay. Whatever day you're listening to, I hope you're having a blessed amazing, amazing day. I am. I'm just been busy today. I've just grinding out podcasts, filmed one earlier before this. And so just been trying to bust out these things for you because um, just trying to stay consistent. You know, season four, it's been going really, really well so far. So thank you guys for all your just support, posting everything on Instagram, just sharing that you guys are listening. We are absolutely just so stoked to have you guys as a consistent listener. If you are new here, welcome to my podcast. My name is Janine. And like I said, I post every Tuesday and I love to talk about all things just to help you better yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. So welcome to the podcast. For today's episode, I am bringing on my friend Ivan Hall. And maybe you don't know who he is. He's a good friend of mine, but he was on both The Bachelorette as well as Bachelor in Paradise. So I guess you could say today's episode is a little bit more pop culture-y, which I still think is important to talk about because as we know, pop culture influences culture. It is literally everywhere. We cannot run away from it. It's all over TikTok. And The Bachelor has played so much into society and how we date and how we talk about certain things that go on in the world. I mean, it really has been a point of conversation in a lot of areas. And so I think this show is, even though for some people they may not like it, it's not something I actually watch anymore. I used to be a regular fan. I don't watch it anymore. But even though you may not like it, it definitely still has an influence on culture. And Ivan is someone that has made an impact on that as well. And so I met Ivan a while ago and I was really excited to bring him on and just talk about the reality of the dating show and what kind of goes on behind the scenes and his life since that and talking about influencers and the bachelor and how that you know has affected his life and culture in general we also do touch upon faith as well and so even though this might not not necessarily be my quote unquote typical episode I kind of want to be able to branch out a little bit more as well and so this is kind of an effort to do that and so it's a really great conversation absolutely loved having Ivan on and so I hope you guys will enjoy today's episode because if you are a watcher of The Bachelor or you're not I still think there's something in here that could be beneficial to learn and to listen to so hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let's go ahead and bring on Ivan Hall Ivan Hall this is long overdue getting you on Happy and Healthy. I feel like we tried to do this, uh, like, what, 2020? When did I know you? We, we definitely tried. Well, we tried to do a bunch of stuff last year. We did. It, it did not work <laughs> it out. It kept falling through. But, uh, I don't know, a year and a half later after we met, we finally got something. I to, know. To do. <laughs> yeah, this is a long time coming. Welcome to Happy and Healthy. How's it going today? It's going great. Thank you for having me on Happy and Healthy. I'm happy healthy to be here. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I was going to ask you, I guess I can ask you first, but this is normally what I close out the podcast with is what, what has made you happy and healthy today or just in oh, general. Ooh, ooh. It's usually the podcast closer, but we'll open up with that. Oh, okay. So what has made me healthy today? I started just cranking out 50 pushups every morning starting. Last really? Week. Yes. Cause I have not been working out enough. So I'm getting the whole health thing back. Okay. I'm going to try to do the Dallas Marathon this weekend. <gasps> I'm not doing the marathon. I'm doing the 5K portion. Though. Oh, I would so, so do that. Count me in. No, yeah. It's the BMW Dallas Marathon, and it's a 5K this weekend oh, um, that's all through fun. downtown. So I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to start trying to set uh, set myself up to do more of those just because, like, yeah. I need something to look forward to to stay active, basically. Okay. Before I get into all that, let's introduce you. So, <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So, everyone, this is Ivan Hall. He was on The Bachelor. Bachelorette, more like it. Season, what season? Bachelor at season 16, season which is 16. Station, and Bachelor in Paradise, um, season seven, um, summer of 2021. 
And he's also the co-host of a podcast called The Vibe. Yes. You yes. and uh, DJ? Yes. Myself yeah. and Damar, yeah. Yeah, I checked it out today and I was like, okay, y'all got some good banter on there. No, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. And Podcasting is fun. It is. Like me and him and even Noah, like we just talk every day. We play video games all the time. So it's just so easy for no us surprise. to just go back. <laughs> no, seriously. Like it's uh, <laughs> just guy so talk fun. most of the time. So yeah, it's a fun thing to do for sure. Okay, awesome. So yeah, he was basically on The Bachelorette. You're from Plano. Um, so he's a he's a Texas native, which we love. So am I as well. And we met probably two years ago through Noah. Um, so we stayed friends. And then obviously, like we said, life got crazy. You started dating someone. I was dating someone. You are still dating someone, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. Her name's Taylor. Yep, yep, I, yep. I got a little sneak peek of what's been going on in your last episode of The Vibe. And I heard that you are looking at rings. I am. I am. It is a, <laughs> <laughs> it is a scary thing looking at rings. And yeah. it's also very complicated. I mm-hmm. had no clue. There's the four C's, of course. Then there's lab grown, natural. Got to go natural. And then there's like, I don't know, all the ranges and levels, the settings, yep. uh, the shapes. I luckily do know what she wants now, though, because we went to the store and kind of figured it out. Um, but that also kind of, you know, bit me in the butt because the lady started showing her rings that were way too expensive. Oh, they be doing was, that. No, no. They That's fully savage. And, yeah. She's like, come over to this $50,000 ring. No, she was going Lure to the $220,000 ring. No. I swear my life. She had Taylor try on two five-carat rings. You're like, who do, we, natural, who do you think I am? And I'm just am? like... Like I want on the Bachelorette, not like Shark Tank. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm definitely gonna get her something very nice though. We're we're uh, I'm figuring it out now, and I know she'll love it. But uh, that's so exciting! Yeah. Oh my gosh, because I remember a couple of months ago you had told me that you were considering buying a ring, and that was like what six months ago at this point, and so, so yeah, that was a long time ago, which is exciting now that you are actually heading in that direction. No, definitely, definitely. And yeah. She's so sweet. I've met her. She came to my birthday party. She's like so freaking stunning as well. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing, top to bottom. She's a workaholic. Works super hard, though. Um, I wish we could travel more, and we'll we'll have time for all that stuff later on. But she deserves a world, and uh, I'm gonna make sure to give it to her with this ring. So. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. So I know that you were on the show kind of a while ago. When when was that? When was the last um, time you were on? Last summer. So I mean, it was um, yeah. My show Bachelor in Paradise stopped airing exactly a year ago, roughly. Okay, so what has life looked like since the show? I mean, obviously, we don't have to talk about this the whole time, but, you know, that is a big part of your life and how you came to, you know, become popular on Instagram and everything. So, one, like, why did you go on the show? And then, two, like, do you regret it at all? (laughs) Uh, Why did I go on the show originally? Um, Well, when I was on The Bachelorette, it was during, like, the COVID year. Right. Um, So, that was, like, just the start of it. And it was crazy times, so, I mean, everybody was in the house, I mean, not doing anything, nobody's traveling, anything like that, so, one, it's like, you might as well go to this bubble and film a TV show and <laughs> date, I felt like, but also, I, I, I like to think that I'm pretty spontaneous um, and open to, like, trying out new things, um, definitely open to dating all types of women, too, so, I thought it would be a fun, cool experience, like, at the end of the day, it'll just be a, a great memory, even, you know, if I don't find love, so, um, kept one in there with a realistic mind, and then ended up, you know, just making it way further in the process mm. than I thought I would. Um, really had feelings involved there, and, and it was all crazy. And um, between, yeah, Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, um, zero regrets about doing it at all. Um, 
you know, just the amount of friendships I've made, um, the fun experiences I've had, uh, not to mention the money doesn't hurt after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the influencer money is great. Grand deals, yeah. Uh, I, I went in a t- on a bachelor tour last year, too. I never thought I'd do something like that. Oh, so yeah. that was, yeah, that was insane going on a tour bus, like literally women outside my tour bus waiting for, like that's like just, the, that's crazy. like just all these unreal experiences that, you know, me who was just, who I'm still working my, you know, regular nine to five engineering job, mm-hmm. um, Lockheed Martin. It's just like never would have thought I would have been doing these cool, fun, crazy things. So very appreciative of it all. That's awesome. I'm glad. What did your like friends and family think when you were like, yeah, I'm going on the show? <laughs> Are they like you uh, of all I, people? Tell, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, because I did not have like a big following. I wasn't like one to be super extroverted or anything like that. Um, what happened with my mom was, was, which was really funny, like probably the week before I left, um, and they announced that it was Claire Crawley, who's the bachelorette and mind you, Claire <laughs> Crawley, she's like 39. So, and I was 28 at the time. So definitely an age gap. Yeah. Uh, my mom saw me like packing and she's like, why are you packing so much? You're not going to be there long. I kid you not. <laughs> she said that to me. It just started laughing. <laughs> and look at her, you know, jokes that her ended up being yeah. there the whole time, but you know. Well, but was it yeah. last minute? It was Claire and then they swapped to Tasha, right? Yeah, exactly. So. So we started out with one bachelorette, didn't really have a great connection with her, really. She was very nice, though, um, definitely more of a friend level. And then they swapped bachelorettes to Tasha Adams, and me and her really hit it off since the beginning. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's a babe. Okay, so what has, like, life looked like since then? Like, I mean, I'm sure you're traveling, you're going to events. I mean, you brought your Celsius. You've been to the Celsius events and, like, oh all the gosh, things, yeah. and you've made so many other influencer friends. Like, what has just life looked like since then? Yeah, I mean, it's just busy. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's just so much you can do with your, like, with my new platform and whatnot between um, nonstop events. Like, I went to Dallas Mavericks games. I went to, like, 20 to 30 Dallas Mavericks games last year, just, and all for free, just because, you know, so crazy. having a little bit of a platform. I've been to all types of events all across the country, um, you know, front row at concerts, get suites to concert, like, just all kinds of craziness that just never, um, I just never probably would have been able to do without being on the show, so... It's, it's just all crazy, and it's been, it's been, you know, a joy. And then, like I said, I actually do really enjoy working with brands, especially the brands that I really like. Yeah. Um, and, and on some of these longer-term contracts, like, I just got to deal with a glasses brand that, like, I've been wearing Ooh. since I was, like, I don't know, for the last eight years. These from It's called Zenny. That's cool. Um, yeah, when you get a partner with people, that the companies that you actually like and stuff, it's, it's, it's a blessing and, and great. And, like I said, the extra money does not hurt at all because mm-hmm. I've said this on other podcasts, but I make more from – outside of my engineering job now than I actually do for my engineering job, which like shocks a lot of people. I, I'm sure you're used wow. to it because yeah. you've been in this life, but yeah. um, most people in my circles don't realize that like <laughs> engineering is now my side hustle, even though that's my full-time job. <laughs> which is, that's so crazy to me. Like this is a whole other separate conversation. Cause like I see on TikTok all the time, girls will be like, Oh, I just made $15,000 this one month. And someone's like, that's so not fair. Like a teacher makes like 30,000 a year. And so we're seen as not as hardworking, but it's way more lucrative, which I don't know. It's like kind of this battle because it's like, why would you not want to do it? But then at the same time, I feel like you have to check your intentions, which is what I was going to ask you is like, do you feel like people are now just going on the show for that? Because they know that comes with status and money and free (sighs) perks and trips and concerts. Like, do you think that most people are like, I'm going on it to get followers to quit my job and to be famous. I think a lot of people go on there for a lot of different reasons, and it's all, like, varying levels uh, of reasons. Like, um, Listen, guys, Janine and I have been married for six months, and the reason why it is a beautiful marriage, it's because of Thrive Market. Thrive Market, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. 
We genuinely love you so much because of Thrive Market. We're able to save so much time through ordering all our grocery and household essentials through the app or website. Uh, Guys, it's just a huge stress relief. And you guys also know I have gut issues, like really, really, really bad. So finding, you know, food with top quality ingredients is super crucial for me. And Thrive Market not only does that, but they restrict over a thousand harmful ingredients like artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, and a lot more. And guys, when if you're parents and you have you need to find an organic kid snack, they have low sugar alternatives and high protein essentials. Jenny and I are also training for our marathon, so it is so beneficial that we can find all of our protein options and snacks through Thrive Market. And guys, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash healthy for 30% off your order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash healthy, thrivemarket.com slash healthy. I would say my situation was fairly unique, I felt like, because one, I didn't think I had a shot with a bachelorette too much. Two, they already picked the next bachelor. So like on my season, it was actually like, and, and a lot of people would say like we did have, I to me and myself, I'm biased, of course, a, a better cast than people who weren't, um, you know, as like just fame and, and hungry and whatnot. And there's a lot of older guys, too, who are already like deep in their careers. And everybody, for the most part, is still in their careers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say like on the newer seasons, no shade to any of them, but they're all like a lot of younger guys and stuff. And, you know, types that just, you know, quit their jobs, move to L.A., go to the influencing thing because they see it's quick money. Yeah. But I mean, the influencing stuff is a grind, too, though, like to be yeah. consistent. Um, I applaud you on it for it, for sure. Like <laughs> to be consistent with content is crazy. Um, I mean, I'll look at my Instagram sometimes. I'm like, oh, I had like four ads in a row right there. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, I need do to better. Do, yeah, I need to do some other stuff now. But <laughs> um, yeah, but that's just the facts and truth about it, though. So um, but yeah, as far as people going on there, I definitely think, you know, um, that is probably at the forefront of, who knows, I'll, I'll give it like a third of the contestants mind at least, I would mm. think. Um, but I think it is okay to, though to go on the show and have like multiple intentions. Like I might find love, I might become famous, I might be able to become an influencer and take another career path because I want to do that too. Yeah. I want to find friends, I want to just have an experience, so... Um, as long as you're like a, there's like a healthy balance between everything, I think then it, it's, it is what it is. Like this is the new day and age we're in and everything's moving towards like social media and marketing and stuff anyway. So that's true. Yeah. That's a really good point, honestly. And I respect you for just like saying that because I do think a lot of people don't want to admit they're like, no, 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 I went for love. And I'm like, no, you didn't Karen. Like you really <laughs> didn't. And I think, you know, it's okay to kind of like admit that. And I do think it's cool if you go for multiple intentions and it's like, you know, I look at Maddie, like I live with Maddie or used to, ouch, that hurts, um, used to live with Maddie, but like, you know, she was not someone that wanted to go on for fame. She wasn't like, I'm going to grow my Instagram. Like she still doesn't really enjoy social media that much. Cause it's like not her natural inclination, mm-hmm. but it worked. And I think that like God can use it for good. And I think if you steward it well, because I have seen some people like they've used their platform and I've been like, that's what you're using it for. I'm like, ugh. and then some people it's like, cool, like do what you want, like get your brain, those make your money. Um, and I think that's so true that it is going in the direction of that anyway. Like it, this is what we, where we are now. Like social media is everywhere. So like you have to basically be in it or you're not quote unquote relevant. Or if you want to have a business, like you're not going to survive. And so it, it is just kind of like the state of our you know, current climate of social media, like you just kind of have to do it. 
But I don't know. I think in some senses it's maybe tarnished the show a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you think so? Because I don't, I personally stopped watching the show after y'all season. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it since then. And I feel like the show has kind of declined. Would you agree with that? Um, I definitely, I'll, I'll say this. Um, see, like on Bachelorette for myself, I, I had no clue about the, all the influencing marketing stuff. Um, I remember legit thinking I was going to make like an extra $10,000 or something off the show. Like I did, I had completely naive, naive to everything. But then, like, for example, going on Bachelor in Paradise, it's a year later. I learned some things, talked to a lot of people. This is kind of, like, where everybody gets their whole redemption um, of being on the show. That's, like, kind of, like, the all-star game, and, like, everybody knows what it is now. Like, you're looking for love, but, like, everybody really wants followers at Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So I, I can, <laughs> like, when I was there, I was just, like, I don't trust certain people at all. Like, mm. they're just doing things for the camera. Um, it was just obvious things, too, sometimes, and I'm just, like, oh, my God. This is like just over the top and so forced. Dang. Like, so th that part of it is like tough to navigate. Um, I never tried to do any of that stuff. I, if you ask any producers there, they've literally said I was the least produced person there uh, to my face just because like I just had a working relationship with them. I did, I mm. wasn't trying to do anything extra but be myself, but other people, man. It was, it was crazy. You got some clowns <laughs> on there? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And then I even got in some situations with that. Granted, it was myself, but yeah, um, yeah, it was it was it was a wild time. Oh yeah, you did have a little bit of drama happen at the end of the show. Oh yeah, I had some major drama happen, but it wasn't like it really wasn't forced at all. Though, like mm -hmm. I snuck out my room to go see the top girl that I wanted to actually go talk to the whole time. She was just never brought down to the beach, um, and that became a whole scandal. Uh, but like, if you really think about it, that's me actually going for love. I didn't even think that was. And that's the air. point of the show, yeah, right? I, I legit. Didn't even think that was going to air. I thought I got away with it. So it was like, that's it was sneaky and it was bad or whatever per the show. But I mean, that was me actually following my heart if you really think about it. But yeah, it is what it is. Okay. So that that's actually like one of the questions I wanted to ask you is like, do you feel like the show at all can be harmful for people to watch in the sense of them believing it or them thinking like, wow, this is the best way to find true love or like what, what are the harmful side effects do you think that come from that show for the viewers? Because they're believing this stuff at face value. Um. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. And I'm excited to keep working with them because I have worked with BetterHelp in the past. I've also had an actual therapist through BetterHelp. And so I know therapy works. When I was going through a breakup, that's when I was like, help me BetterHelp. And they did. It was just really helpful to process with someone, all the feelings and just feeling overwhelmed and just wanting to be the best version of myself. And working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try better help is a great option it is convenient flexible affordable and entirely online so you don't have to drive anywhere you don't have to spend gas money or anything you just open up your computer or your phone and you log right in just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com healthy to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash healthy can Tough show. questions. <laughs> no, that is, I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you're a viewer, I hope you don't take it too seriously, though, because it is not ideal to get engaged in probably a 30-day period, really almost under any circumstances. Yeah. Like, that's just not a good idea in general. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I'd say that part, I guess, is harmful. But as a viewer, you just got to, like, you know, hopefully understand that this is a TV show. Like, you have right. to understand that. And it's not, like fully like just real life like I, I, we're on a beach we're on beaches we're on trips all this like fairy tale stuff happening um and the people you're dating aren't even meeting your friends your family really as much 
Um, so it, it's just a very like, you're just in a bubble, really. Yeah, you're so. in like a vacuum. You're dating in a vacuum. Exactly. And, and and then to be honest, like some people I think do have this mindset when they go on the show instead of, I know the like, you know, goal is to get engaged after the show, but like I do, I really do think some people take that engagement more so as just like a dating period to be boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, that's just kind of the nature of it. It forces you to get engaged and you kind of just date each other for a while. And, well, because if you. Things normal, yeah. Isn't it true? Like if you get engaged, if you break up, you have to give the ring back, right? Yes. Okay, so that's why some people be engaged for like three years. <laughs> I would want to keep that rock too. <laughs> yeah, there's Rick. like I think it might be like a two year time limit on it. But yeah, yeah, some people are engaged for a while and then yeah. they keep teasing it and teasing it. I think I'm starting to think some of them are just like a pub- publicity stunts. To be honest, uh, like, yeah, there's a couple. I'm like, it's, hmm. It's been four or five years. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, no. We moved the date sure. back again. <laughs> what? Like, but I think that is such a good yeah. point. Like, I wish more people knew it. Is that it is a TV show. It's also a reality TV show, and like. They're, you know, they're going to kind of manipulate it to make certain things look a certain way. I mean, you know, I've, I've heard all the tea from Addie. I've heard all the tea from all my friends that have been on the show. But I think that's where a lot of people don't understand because you know better than anyone. Like, The Bachelor Nation is kind of crazy. Like, they get obsessed. They comment. They have all the accounts. Like, I have, like, all the Bachelor accounts <laughs> tag me in things all the time. And I'm just like, y'all are crazy. And I read the comments, and I'm like, what is wrong with you people? They do not have jobs. Like, they're obsessed with y'all. Yeah. How does that make you feel? No, it, it, it definitely gets wild. Bachelor Nation is very strong, probably the strongest fan base out there over all the yeah. shows, i got to say. And um, they're passionate about their people because people lock on to, like, a person, and that's their person. So yeah. anything happens to that person, they are coming at you in full force. The comments are crazy. Um, but honestly, that doesn't – it doesn't bother me at all because, like, whenever a bunch of people who I don't know say stuff about me, it really does not bother me that much. Um, I know a, a lot of people – um, have struggled with that, have had to go to like therapy and stuff. But um, I don't know. I've just been through enough and know who's actually important in my life um, and who I am as a person. So I, I try not to let it, any, much of that bother me, but I have seen it get to a lot of people as well. Dang, that's, I mean, that's nice that you can do that, but it, it does stink because I feel like, yeah, a lot of people just can't, they cannot handle it. Like maybe they go on it being naive and they're like, oh, this will be fun. And then, I mean, even just like hearing from Maddie, like just the way that the producers have, you know, like, twisted things and, like, just mess with her. I was like, that sounds like kind of hell. Like, I would not ever want to go on it. And I remember my management being like, you should go on it, you should go on it. I was like, absolutely not. Like, Hold on, so you would never do it? No. I mean, you were trying to get <laughs> me to do it that one time, and I was like, you won't catch me showing up on that beach. <laughs> you were trying. There, I think there's a backstory too, but we're not going to get into yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. That gets deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Janine's almost appearance on. Almost. <laughs> I mean, they knew who I was, and I was like, "It, it ain't happening. I'm not. I'm not going to be like chasing after no man." No, I get it. I get it. And yeah, that's how a lot. Of, it, it's especially with Paradise. It's just a different concept. Like when the guys have the roses, the girls were definitely like chasing us, which is, and a lot of the girls hated that. Oh, that, I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I get I it. Do so it. yeah. Okay, so what have like what are like the side effects that you've seen? Like I said, for the viewers, because maybe they're believing this stuff. But you mentioned like for people actually on the show, like have you seen it actually be pretty harming for your friends or people within that bubble? Yeah, I'll say this: like I I have seen a lot of people in the Bachelor world who've come off the show like struggle, seemingly struggle, um, and and talk about that online and stuff like that, and have to go to therapy and complain about things that they went through. Um. So, I mean, I definitely, like, feel 
that it ha- does have a negative effect on, you know, a certain percentage of the, of the cast members. Um, one, one thing, though, that I'm kind of, like, a little bit against the grain on is, like, some people who go on the show and then, like, return to, like, a paradise or another show after they complained about it nonstop, I don't really understand the, the mindset behind that. Yeah. And I've seen that a lot. I'm like, if you just had to go to therapy and you hate the producers and you hate the show, why'd you go back? Like, that, the, right. that doesn't, at that point, I honestly don't full, have too much sympathy for them. Yeah, the math um, ain't mathing on that <laughs> one. Know, exactly. And it then, ain't mathing. And, and, yeah, not to, and it's such a tough environment and there's always, like, you know, all these, you know, you know the producers and whatever else, their their think tank is way stronger than any one person. So you never know what's about to happen exactly. But I knew going into it, like I was just like a small pawn in this. And if I, if you know, if something gets betrayed, how I, it didn't exactly go down, like I knew that was a possibility. So I kind of just prepared myself for really anything that could happen because uh, I knew it was a possibility. Um, and then, like I said, I kept, I definitely kept the people that worked there a little bit at an arm's length to, to be honest. Um, um, I know some people, they'll befriend them and get cl- super close, but I knew that from the beginning. I set boundaries, like, I'm not going to actually get too close to this person or fully trust them because I know they have That's a job smart. to do. And if, yeah. I, if I had their job, I would make sure I would get, you know, the best TV possible. That's, like, at the end of the day, their job. So. Yeah, you got to make the money. Yeah, exactly. Somehow. Is there anything, like, on the show that you regret that, like, man, I wish I would have changed that as you were filming? Anything? Um... I'll say this, like, at, uh, not not really for Bachelorette at all. Um, I was still just so young in it all and being in front of the cameras. And I think that was the best because I was just, like, being myself. But being at Paradise where you see all kinds of tricks and people, you know, doing extra stuff. And um, there was just too much overthinking for me. I just needed to, like, it was mm. just so much going on around, like, drama and all that other stuff that it was, like, kind of affecting me a little bit, I felt like. Um, just from having to talk about it and then just, like, overthinking, like, what's about to happen next? What's... What does this mean exactly? Um, I wish I just honestly, and a lot of the other guys will say this, like we just chilled out more and just mm. didn't have to <laughs> worry about all the other stuff. But like you almost can't do that in that environment. Just well, I was going to say, yeah, like, it's, isn't it's that too impossible? It's nearly impossible. Yeah. But isn't that like kind of the purpose of like what they do is to kind of make you feel a little crazy? Exactly. Exactly. I'll tell you my first three days of sh- filming. I had an average of two hours of sleep a night. No. And I sleep like eight to 10 hours a night. So like. I am, and I'm not the best person when it comes. Well, when I I don't don't <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough situation. So there's definitely like um, you know some mind games and things like that going on. But um, you just kind of got to grind through it for like a month of filming, and it is what it is. But the, all these factors definitely like play into how people react to certain situations. Some people getting angry or mad about a th- certain argue thing, and um, yeah, it, it gets wild. That's crazy. Yeah, I've heard some some crazy ish about that with like. The alcohol or like you don't sleep or they like plant little things in your head i don't know i'm not here to like you know out the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> i want them to actually like maybe like me um but that's crazy for the future for the future yeah i don't think so <laughs> i really don't think so okay. okay is there like something that you wish more people knew about you like is there like a negative perception or like a lie that you think people think that you're like wait 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 let me clear the air on that one um you know what i i kind of after like after the bachelorette, it was my uh, the audience was like I don't know probably like ninety nine point nine percent positive about me. Then after paradise, it was probably like twenty percent kind of had a you know negative um, thoughts about me because of how things played out on TV. But at the end of the day, that was a situation where I fully know what ha- knew actually what happened in real life, and then a few other people knew exactly what happened. And you know I, I said my piece about it once. I'm not gonna like try to convince people to like think other 
yeah. think something else about me. I realize like trying to convince people, especially the masses or fighting a storyline is just, it's pointless. It's, it's not going to do anything. Um, and like I said, that's just me sticking to like what I know actually happened and what's the people around me knew actually happened. So, um, no, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't really care. Too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of commend you for like you not having people's opinions affect you that much. I think so many people cannot do that. And you seem like you're like, nah, I'm good, which I respect so much. Being in the public eye like that, having, you know, thousands of people watch you, that would be really difficult. Even for me, like, I've been doing this for 10 years, and, like, I'll get one nasty DM, and I'm like, oh, my God, my life is over. No. So. No, yeah, and, and I get it. Like, yeah, I just kind of, I, I've told, told Taylor this, and I think my parents before, like, my, uh, and I apologize, but my, like, fuck it button is just so quick. I'm so quick to press it. Like, if it's not anything important, I just say F it. Like, I don't care about it. It doesn't matter to me. Um, just cause it's, it's, for me, it's wasted energy. And like, I just try to stay in a positive mindset when it comes to almost anything. Um, and, and just putting things in perspective, I'm like, does this person with no picture on their account who's user five, three, two, two, one, exactly <laughs> said something bad about the way I acted or racist, whatever it is. Right. Um, it's like, this does nothing positive for me. So I'm just not gonna, I'm just gonna ignore it, block it real quick and ignore it. It is what it is. So, yeah. Dang. I commend you. Okay. So you said racism in there. What was that like being on the show at the old time peak of when racism was being discussed? I mean, you were, I think, especially highlighted on the season because of that. Yeah. Like, what was that like for you? Because I think a lot of people look to you for that and for like answers or maybe just like, what are you, your opinions on it? So how was that being on the show during that crazy time? Yeah. I mean, 2020, as we all know, um, all more than just the COVID stuff, there was, you know, a lot of racial tension in the country and stuff. And, um, yeah, and then, like, I had, you know, what I would say is probably, like, one of the more impactful conversations about race with uh, Taisha, who's yeah. um, biracial as well, half black, half Mexican. Um, and that was just a real and open and honest moment for that she and I got to share that the world ended up get us getting to see um, just two, you know, half black people talk about their experiences and what we've been going through and life experiences and stuff like that. So um, that moment there was just beautiful, honestly. I, I uh, um, yeah. I really can't rewatch some of the things in the, in the, my season just because I'll start tearing up. But yeah, it was uh -huh. like a, just a, it was just a real moment. Like it yeah. was somebody new who I just met who I thought could potentially um, honestly be my wife. Um, and then just like society as a whole was just so crazy at that time. So a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts that I had um, over everything going on. So mm -hmm. it, it, it was just great. It was uh, it was honestly a great and it was um, yeah, just mostly positive feedback from that uh, from everybody and. Um, and, and it continued on though. It was just wild. Cause then there's, you know, the Chris Harrison stuff and, yeah. and Matt mm -hmm. James with his girl after my season. So mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was a lot of, you know, race talk going on for sure in the bachelor right. world, which is not a fun topic for like a love, you know, fun reality dating show I'll say. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But I think they did a great job with it. And I think especially your and Tasha's conversation, I remember exactly where I was like sitting in my living room in California watching it. I remember I started tearing up because it was, it genuinely was such a good conversation. And I think um, that was such a good season and they highlighted it like so well. And I think it's cool that you got to be like such a big part of that. No, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. And like you talked about earlier, how, um, how the show impacts like society a little bit and people. Yeah. Like, for people to actually see, like, real conversations, those real parts, you know, take out the drama, all the other stuff, um, I think that's beneficial, too, and just, like, you know, starts conversations in, like, households that may never have those conversations, so um, there's definitely some good that comes from the show as well, I think. 100%. I think that's why I've liked this show so much is because there are so many 
life applicable things that you can discuss. Like every, I mean, when I was like a religious viewer of it, I would every single week, like my friends and I would sit and we would discuss like, okay, what went wrong there? Where was she toxic? How do we not want to be like that? Like there's so many things you can take from the show by observing other people. And so I think, I mean, I don't, I think if I wasn't living with Maddie or weren't, didn't live with Maddie, maybe I would still continue to watch it. But after getting like so much tea and just knowing all the behind the scenes, I was just like, maybe I shouldn't watch this anymore. (laughs) But I still think you're right. It does provide a lot of cultural conversations, which can be really like helpful and stuff and just kind of get conversations moving. So that's kind of why I still like it as well. Is there a reality dating show that you would do or more open to? Like the Love is Blinds? No, honestly, Not if Love I, Island, I'm sure. No, if yeah. I were to do any, it, it still would be The Bachelor. Be I just, I think specifically because I wouldn't want someone to think that I'm just being a clout chaser. Mm-hmm. And I think because I've already built and I already established like my own following, I don't really need that. And so I don't really feel like I need to go on it. And then also like, I especially think being a Christian is a little bit difficult on that show. And my parents would disown me, like not literally disown me, but my dad would be like, why would you ever go on that show? So I don't know. It's kind of a little just bit different. Just say Maddie did it. <laughs> yeah, Maddie was the one. Except I asked Maddie because Matt, Maddie was like, absolutely not. I will literally never let you go on the show. So I think for that reason alone, I'm out. But, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we close out, I just have like one last thing I want to I want to talk about and I want to get your opinions on. And I may take this out, but we'll see. <laughs> so one time Maddie and I brought you and Connor Saley to church. And it was about dating. Where, what was that like for you? And like, where do you think Christian dating is like really strange in comparison to like yours? Because obviously, you know, like Maddie and I are believers. We date in a different way. You know, we don't have sex before marriage. Like we don't do that stuff. Like, and this can be such an open conversation, but like, do you feel like any of that is like beneficial or where were you like, yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, myself, I'm, I'm not a Christian. I just, I'm not religious at all. Just for everybody out there. And that's actually how, like, myself and, you know, the bachelorette I um, was talking to ended up departing ways. She was a Christian and wanted to date somebody who was Christian as well. And I just couldn't be that. It is what it is. And we had a mutual, you know, departing. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys taking me to church, I appreciate that. I, I, I've been to church, like, several times in my life. I've had, you know, living in Plano, like, um, in North Dallas area, there's a lot of Christian people here. Everybody around me is Christian for the most part. Um, so I've had friends take me to church. Taylor's, I used to go to church with her every so often. Um, and you know, me being not religious doesn't mean like, I still don't like some of the messages that I hear at church. Like I, Mm -hmm. I like the fact that there's a community there. Um, everybody's trying to be positive. Um, there's definitely some, you know, positive messages that, um, can come out of church for sure. And like just life lessons and all that kind of stuff and, and makes you think about things. So, um, I heavily appreciate those aspects, but yeah, uh, being there that day was, you know, very, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was tough for me. Cause I think I <laughs> forgot what his name was, but he was trying to talk about how like your man should lead you in, you know, faith and all that stuff for a relationship. And I'm like, I'm definitely not the guy who's going to be leading somebody, you know, <laughs> down the Christian path. I'm not even Christian myself. So um, he was definitely talking to a little bit of a different audience than myself yeah. that that time. Uh, but, you know, there's still bits and pieces I feel like I could probably take out of it, you know, um, as far as how to, you know, you know, lead in your marriage and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, I, it, it just is what it is. I've been around it. Um, I'm not, you know, too knowledgeable on everything um, when it comes to all the other religions and 
Christianity as well, but I've been around Christians enough to where it's like, I'm, I'm fully comfortable with it. You know, my, you know, last roommate, Scotty. Yeah. Um, Sweet he, Scotty. He, yeah. He's, 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 I would say more religious than most guys I know. Um, got, went to church, you know, all goes to church all the time, you know, practices a lot of things in the religion and doesn't make excuses for, um, mm-hmm. or exceptions, I should say, which I see in a lot of people. Um, so it, it's just something part, it's, it's part of life. And I, I think it can be positive for a lot of people as well. So. Great answer. I like that. Yeah, I think I remember when Maddie and I took you and Connor, we were like, what did we just do? Because <laughs> we got in the car and you were like, did well. you guys pre- plan that? No, we li- <laughs> no, we literally had no idea what they were talking about. It was like a whole dating series. And it was like, basically, like, kind of like just calling men higher. But I remember even sitting in it, like sinking lower into my seat. And I was like, I messed up. I messed up. And Maddie and I looking at each other like, oh, God, this is not going great. And then we got in the car and y'all were like, well, that was brutal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot, did we mess up? But I, y'all were so respectful about it, which yeah. I appreciated. No, yeah, no, there's definitely always a healthy level of respect I have for, you know, all religions and people who practice um, anything that anybody's like fully into. And that's one thing I uh, definitely respect and appreciate about yourself and Maddie as well. Like you guys actually like live that life. Mm. Like you guys actually live it. I A lot of so many... I don't know, Christians or whatever religion it is, not just Christians. Uh, people don't actually live the life that they, you know, read about or, or talk about and say that they are. Mm. Um, so I just find that, like, just super, you know, contradictory and, like, hypocritical of them. And confusing uh, for yeah, people. And, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So, like, you, if you're going to be religious, be religious and, you know, live it. So and, and that's what you guys do. So, and, you know, I've always seen you guys do that. So I definitely commend you guys on that because it's, mm. it's definitely rare, I, I'd say. That's sweet. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think that is just always been our goal is like, Hey, if we're going to be online preaching this or talking about this, doing this, like we have to live it, live it out and actually like live in conviction and stuff. And I think that is something that is pretty challenging because there's so many times like as a Christian and you're as an, even, even as an influencer, you could be super deceptive. You could be preaching anything you want online. You can, Oh my God, I love this product. It's the best product ever. And then you throw it away two seconds later. Like there's so many things you could easily be deceptive about and I just feel like it's just not worth it and I that's exactly like I feel like the reason why we do that is because like we want to be we want to be people that you know someone looks at and they're like okay wow you genuinely live this out like you're not just saying this online and that is probably like the biggest compliment you could ever give me so thank you I appreciate that I definitely second that and um also the fact that you guys are just like um you know sometimes I have noticed this a little bit where I feel like sometimes uh, people who are religious maybe might distance themselves from me just because they think I might be like anti whatever religion they are but I'm really not anti anything I'm just pro happiness in life or whatever else um and and you you know we always have a healthy respect towards each other and can Mm -hmm. still be friends hang out and all that kind of stuff so I definitely appreciate that and and I, I love when I have that ability to do that with people of all you know backgrounds and religions and stuff like that too yeah that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I think that is so true. Like, I don't feel like as a Christian, you can only hang out with other Christians. Like, same thing as The Bachelor. Like, if you only hang out with Christians, then you're also in just a bubble. Yeah. And that would just be, like, extremely unloving and unkind and unchristian of me to only hang out with my friends that believe what I believe. And I think it's cool to surround yourself with other people that don't believe what you believe because it does 
does challenge you. It does open your mind a little bit. And also it just, it can just create different conversations. Like I like that I'm able to have different conversations with you than I would with another believer because it's all going to be like the same thing. So I appreciate that. And I'm glad that, you know, we're able to be friends and I'm super excited to see where the future takes you and your relationship with Taylor. That's exciting. Do we have a, I probably can't ask you on the podcast, but I was going to ask, do you know when you're going to propose, but I can take it out. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> it could be as soon as a month to maybe like six months, I'll say. I don't, okay. I don't think she'll listen, so we'll okay. see. Okay, Taylor, if you're listening, hello. <laughs> I'm going to surprise her no matter what, so that's yeah. why I'm not too worried about it. She actually, it was funny, quick little story. We went on a walk on Katy Trail, and there was this like very nice little like bridge area over like a creek and whatnot, and then we just like were walking past it, um, and once we got to the top of the bridge, um, I like bumped her on accident and she thought I was about to propose to her. Right oh there. god. Like, and then she like freaked out on me. But I like legit just like stopped for a second or something just to like take it all in. And she freaked out on me, like grabbed my arm and oh my god, I could not stop laughing at her. <laughs> I felt bad though, but she we she couldn't stop laughing at herself as well. But uh I'm gonna when I get her, I'm gonna get her good. I, oh, mean, I can't just, there's wait. there's no way she's gonna be prepared for it and yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be exciting. It's like when a guy like goes to like tie his shoe, she's like, Oh my god, he's like I'm just <laughs> exactly. tying my shoe you psycho <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> wait really quickly how did you guys meet again i know but tell the audience how you and taylor yeah, so, met so taylor uh my girlfriend now um we met originally back in college uh, i went to texas tech but she went to university of texas um and this was a long time okay. ago i was probably like 20 years old i was in austin for like an engineering conference and it was just out and about you know downtown for the for the night and um, we just met on like sixth street. I think she was like a freshman and she was, a, she was originally from Frisco, Texas, which is right near Plano. So whenever we had like breaks, summer breaks, spring breaks, all that stuff, um, we'd be able to reconnect. So we dated for a while back, back in the day in college, <laughs> went our separate ways. And then she finally got a job out here in Dallas about a year and a half ago, um, as a doctor, as an anesthesiologist. So, um, that kind of, yeah, that kind of where, where things aligned, but, um, yeah. So like I said, she's grinding, she's working very hard, like too many hours per week i could never do what she's doing <laughs> and she's a straight genius so it's, it's it's insane but um love her very much oh that's so sweet i'm so happy for you <laughs> thank you yeah she's she's beautiful and yeah like it's so cool seeing she's just like the, the girl boss like she's just crushing it she is she fully is what does she think about you being on the bachelor um so taylor's been a fan of like the show the bachelor a little bit um not like avid fan but she'll watch like every other season let's say um it's it's new for her. Um, it's definitely new. Like sometimes, um, I remember I went to a concert. I forgot who it was, but at AAC, and there was legitimately like a line of like fifty girls lined up to take a picture with me just because I was like in the middle of the um, whatever uh, uh, crowd or whatever. And um, mm. she did not like that at all. So she, mm. I, there's like some things I've had to learn. Like I can't <laughs> put my arm around girls in pictures. I just got to stand there like this <laughs> and throw up the peace sign. And then, yeah. Yeah. So there's just like things you got to be careful about and, and just mindful of her and how she feels, um, which I was not the best at in the beginning. But, you know, I figured it out for the most yeah. part now and she doesn't get as mad at me. But um, no, but she, other than that, she loves all the, the all the benefits. She gets a lot of the benefits of yeah, um, exactly. you know, post-show life. So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I say she has a love-hate relationship with it, though. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But I feel like it is such a learning curve. Like, you, you got thrown into, like, fame, and then adding someone in the mix of that is, like, definitely complicated. Yeah. It yeah. always is when you're kind of, like, an influencer or whatever you want to call it. So 
I'm sure you did the best you can, but you're, you're still together. So something is working. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Ivan, thank you for being on happy and healthy. I'm so excited. We finally got to do this. Definitely. Um, any other TV appearances coming up? Or are you done? Uh, no TV appearances right now. I'm just, you know, working my job. I'm <clears throat> doing the podcast, uh, might start trying to migrate that over to Twitch. I don't know if you've messed with, messed with Twitch yeah, I've heard at of all, that. but I kind of want to mess with that a little bit. Um, running a nonprofit here in Dallas now too, an engineering one. So that's fun. Wait, can you talk uh, about that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm the president of the national society of black engineers for, um, Dallas Fort Worth. So we got like 200 plus engineers in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Wow. And all we do is just like spread STEM to, you know, African-Americans and, and, and support our engineers that are already in their career by getting them certifications, whatever we will support college kids. We plan to do 40 K in scholarships this year. Wow. Um, and then of course the youth, you know, K through 12 with, you know, STEM activities are showing up, showing them that, hey, there's other pathways than, you know, being a baller or, mm-hmm. or a football or basketball player. You know, you could be an engineer and have a great life. So um, it's something I've been very passionate about and what I've been spending a lot of time with. Um, but it's, it's definitely a way for me to start, you know, giving back more. And I've been able to use my influence now to benefit our, um, you know, our chapter, our um, organization a lot, too. So I'm super excited about that. And um, it's been going well. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. I don't even think I knew that you were doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, just I, it's something I've been a part of since like college. Um, but this year, um, I kind of just took it all over. Became president right away over the summer, and um, Dang, yeah, we've so just been cool. brought in a lot of people. It's it's been fun. We've been growing a ton because um, it's it's good for you know engineers to uh, black engineers especially just to see other people like us when you know we don't see those much um, right. in the workplace. So for us to get together, we'll have social activities and, and stuff like that too. So um, great place for us to all just bond and network. That's amazing. You guys, I'll have the link down below so you guys can check that out as well. That's awesome. And I think that's so like commendable and that's something, I mean, maybe I need to talk to you about doing that because I've been thinking about like how to do a nonprofit. I don't even know the first step of starting one. So I might reach out to you about that. But Ivan, you're crushing it. You're bouncing engineering, the bachelor podcast, brand deals, a girlfriend, so many other things. You're, you're crushing it. <laughs> I'm so you. proud of you. And thank you for coming on. This was such a great conversation and hopefully I see you around more often. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to do dinner or something soon. I still need to play tennis because I still have your rackets in my garage and I still stink. I also have, uh, what's it called? Pickleball paddles. (gasps) Okay, see, that's what I can play. Tennis was a little rough for me because I'm not a pro like you and Scotty, (laughs) but pickleball is what I can frick with. That's the thing. Yeah, we got to do that. Okay, I'm down. That'll be fun. Seriously down. All right, you guys. So that is today's episode with Ivan Hall. All his links will be down below if you want to follow him. Thanks for this great conversation. And I'll have his organization down below, his other podcast his podcast down below and thanks for coming on it was a blast peace all right bye (laughs) y'all Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys found this to be beneficial. You guys can check out all Ivan's links down below if you want to follow him or anything. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it and will be rooting Ivan on in whatever he decides to do. And he might be getting engaged soon, which is absolutely incredible. So thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Let us know if you enjoyed it. If you share this online, we will repost it. So make sure you're following the Happy and Healthy podcast if you guys want to see us tag you on some things, repost some things. And I just want to say thank you again to our monthly supporters. Thank you guys so, so much. We now donate 10% of the monthly donations that we get from you guys to charity. So check out the charity that we are supporting down below. And thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I will be back again next Tuesday for another episode. And until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye, y'all.